The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yes, here I am. Jenny Dean Schmidt, uh, host of Channel Mom. <laughs> Welcome to every mom, father, child, and I always include the pets as well. Welcome to the pets. Um, I've got a question. I, I, I like to ask questions start, to start out the show, and, and today's question is this. Are you concerned about your children? You might have good reason, perhaps, to be. You've probably heard the reports of spikes in teen depression, hopelessness, suicidal ideation amongst our children. Perhaps you've heard your kids say things like, I feel like such a failure, I haven't felt happy for a long time, or I don't want to live anymore. The author of Messy Hope and my friend Lori Wildenberg is in the Channel Mom house today to give us steps to restore hope in our children. Plus something that could change the lives of your teenagers this summer. That's all coming up in just one minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. Looking for your next adventure? Camp Idrahaji is now hiring. If you haven't already heard, Idrahaji is one of Colorado's largest Christian camps, and they're growing their summer staff. Why not experience the great outdoors and wake up each day excited and ready to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Join them to lead and impact hundreds of campers as they experience Jesus in the beauty of Colorado's great outdoors. High school, college, and young adults, they're accepting applications today at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E.org. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back. You just heard it in that little commercial time there, Idra Haji. I have something really kind of hopefully inspiring to tell you about them and, and how um, maybe one of your children or, you know, teenagers, young adults in, in your household, perhaps still living with you, could, uh, could be blessed by them this summer. That's coming up later in the show. All right, it's our mom market shout out. I do like to welcome our moms from around the nation in Oklahoma, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska. Little Rock, they've been with us for quite a while. Brand new, Springfield, Illinois. Also, Colorado Springs, Idaho. And then right here in Denver, so grateful for you guys. Also, for our podcast listeners, truly grateful to you as well. Remember, you can find our podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google Podcasts, etc. All right, before I get to my very important guest, just a one quick thing. I don't want to compete with her too much. But remember... If you just want to be reminded of how important you are as a mom, or if you want to gift another mom with that knowledge, and you want some special secrets and um, 
motivations for your mothering. My new book, Mom, You're Amazing, is available at momyouramazing.com, momyouramazing.com, or you can find it on Amazon. All right. So full disclosure, this woman in the studio today, it's so great when we have people in the studio because I have more fun that way. Um, She's a friend of mine. She's also the author of six books. She's a beloved speaker and mother of four and grandma now of three. Yes. Her name is Lori Wildenberg. She's been on before. Today she's here to talk about her new book, Messy Hope. Help your child overcome anxiety, depression, or suicidal ideation. Wow, do I think we need this today. It's just so appropriate. I mean, I shouldn't laugh. It's just it's sadly appropriate. But welcome to Channel Mom, Lori. Oh, Jenny, I'm so excited to be here. And I want to say something about your book. Oh, thank you. It is terrific. And I'm in the middle of reading it. And, you know, there's some things about you that I didn't know that you had been, you went through as well, which actually tie into our topic today. They do. So um, I think some of this is even kind of close to your heart. It is close to my heart. It's one reason, you just gave me the chills. It's one reason, um, good job on that. Um, It's one reason that I had you in because I've suffered from depression and and I've watched friends suffer de- from depression. And I, I think um, on occasion, my daughter has come close to being that person as well. And so it's very, very important. You know, I, I felt like instead of being, we are going to talk about depression and anxiety and suicidal ideation because it's extremely important. And there, there's some statistics that prove it. So if there's moms, if there are moms listening today, please don't avoid this topic because you can't afford to. It's, the, it's a life or death thing. Really, it is. So I thought, all right, but let's start off with something kind of sweet and, and, and kind of um, leads into this in a positive way. There is a, a young man, absolutely amazing, which I'm going to tell you a little secret about him after you hear this. But he speaks to what we're talking about in his new song called Brighter Days. I know there's going to be some brighter days. I swear that love will find you in your pain I feel it in me like the beating of life in my veins I know there's gonna be some brighter days I know there's gonna be some brighter days Oh, ashes fall from burning dreams Never live through times like these Oh, if you're trying hard to breathe In the dark, in the dark I know there's gonna be some brighter days Lori oh. <laughs> 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 and I are both crying now um, It's because we get it you know, our kids are struggling. We've been through two years of just darkness. And he talks about that. And I think this precious man, I want you to know, by the way, I'm going to get in trouble on podcast because I'm not supposed to play <laughs> licensed music in my podcast. I can play it here on the radio. But his name is Blessing Offer. Please go look him up. Um, he's blind. He started to go blind and uh, as a kid and was fully blind, by, I think, by the age of 10. And if that man can sing, that there are going to be brighter days ahead when he can't even see brightness. I think, all right, there's hope. So anyway, I just thought I got to play that song because it speaks right to kids. And he's got all these young kids and teenagers in his music video and and who are clearly dealing with depression and loss. And I think, okay, then, then let's talk about it. All right. 
So, Lori Wildenberg, the author of Messy Hope, Help Your Child Overcome Anxiety, Depression, and Suicidal Ideation. You've told me before that the, your kids are the ones that essentially make you write your books based on what they're going through. <laughs> and this most recent one is no exception. Y- your daughter is what prompted this book. So tell me, is she your oldest or youngest daughter? She's my youngest. Tell me what she went through. Well, just to let you know that I have full permission to say whatever you know we are going to talk about today from, um, from her. Okay. And her story, she actually put out in a blog Okay. And she had written this story, um, or she had written her story in this particular blog. And after that blog went out, her idea was to help young people like herself who were struggling with either anxiety or depression. And when the blog went out, I realized that parents need this information too. And um, this particular daughter also, she was so deep in depression that she did, praise God, have a failed suicide attempt. And that is the reason for writing this book, is to help parents help their kids who are struggling with some of these mental health issues. And I don't want to get too deep into what she did to try to take her own life, but I just want people to be aware it doesn't have to be a weapon because she tried to use medicine to, to take her own life. And so I just, I don't want any of us to have a false sense of security. I don't want us to go around being afraid. I've been preaching on that for the last two years. We should not be, fall, you know, sitting under that banner of fear that's been raised in many ways over our country. But we also want to be alert. And, and she tried to use medication to, to kill herself and failed, thankfully. So she's not alone. No. One in four people... Um, end up having some sort of mental illness diagnosis. And a very small percentage, maybe 30%, actually seek help. And it's such a shame because depression is treatable. We can treat this. We need to recognize what's going on with our kids so that we can help them. Yeah, yeah, that's big. Uh, You know, you did write this book for such a time as this because recent surveys have proved what you're trying to focus on, that there's a real problem. Almost 45% of American teens say they feel hopeless. This is just right after the pandemic or, you know, as we're coming out of the pandemic. That's incredible. Almost half of our teenagers are in that place. That's horrific. We've got to address it. And you point out with your book that that suicide is now the second leading cause of death among young people. Yes. And you know what, Jenny? Now in Colorado, where we live, it is number one. That's just hard. It's awful. You know, I want to say, and I'm not going to name any names, um, I I thought I I knew I needed to have Lori on this week when we got a phone call. uh, I think it was a phone call, something like that, um, two days ago, three days ago, that a young man in our town had taken his life. Oh. And we have a t- teeny tiny town. Yes. And I, th- I think here we go again. And we've had numerous kids in our area, in our school district, and in the school district next to ours that have taken their lives. Yeah. yeah. In your book, you even mention your son having two friends who yes. took their lives. Two boys in, in the space of a year or two. Yeah. And they were 14 or 15, just young boys. So I don't want to depress people and have you tune out because you got to listen. This is life for you for, to listen to Lori today. So, so let's talk about... 
your response to your daughter going through horrible depression, suicidal ideation, a suicide attempt, and you thought, I got I to gotta take this head on. I got to do something. I got to do something for myself, for my daughter, and for, for others. So you began to work through the things that you had done with your daughter. So, so the very first tip you give is about realism being more important than positivity. Can you talk about that? Oh, yes. This really shocked me as I was uh, researching for the book that – you know, we have this idea that if we just have a positive approach or if, if we say, well, that's not so bad, these are all things that, that I thought would be helpful to my daughter. They were not. Oh. She needed realism. She needed to know that, yes, sometimes life is hard. And this whole idea, this happiness lie, that everyone is always happy, which social media perpetuates, she needed to know that, no, you know, we all experience sadness and, and, and deep sadness, and we all experience fear and anger. That's part of, of living. And the highlight reels that are going on on the social media, on, the inst- on Instagram and on Facebook and whatever the social media is, it's not a true picture. So we really need to be speaking into our kids' lives and encouraging them even in the hard things and rather than rescue them or try to put a positive spin, which putting that positive spin on it can feel discounting if they're trying to tell you something is really hard for them or they can feel disregarded and they will not come to you again. Oh, that's big. You don't want that. You don't want to say, let's just look on the bright side. Because I will, when, when my kids are down, refer to what God says in scripture and 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 have them look at their blessings. I do try to recognize their sadness, but you're right. We can't just cover it up with positivity. And and I think one reason that kids want to take their lives is they think, I'm never going to be as happy as everybody else. There's something wrong with me. I'm never going to feel as good as everybody else does when they look at social media, right? Um, so, so let's talk about in the book, chapter by chapter, you go through different issues and then, and then you have a, a hope acrostic and you go through hope busters and hope builders and hopeful truths. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do one to, to, to just say, let's not make a mistake from the get go by, by being negative at the beginning, because, um, the same daughter had, had a, uh, snowboarding accident. And, and right when you walked in the hospital, somebody hit you with negative. And I, and I, I'm, I fear at this point, I don't want to fear too much, but that our culture is hitting everybody with negative all the time because that's what the media does. I used to live in it and they would wanted me to do negative stories all the time. So, so how do we avoid coming at something initially with negativity? Boy, I love that question. And I, I also love that you did talk to your kids about blessings and that is really important okay. at the beginning. Because that idea of gratefulness, thankfulness, and blessings, if you instill that into your children on a regular basis, that will help with a person's mindset. Oh, okay. So, but where it's not helpful is in the middle of the hard stuff. Yeah, okay. You want someone just to listen to mm-hmm. you. Amen. So thankfulness and gratefulness and counting blessings, those are hope builders. They are very good hope builders, but they are not to be done in the middle of a distressing time. That isn't helpful or hopeful. In fact, it makes the person who's on the receiving end of it either shut down or try to 
justify the feeling of oh. those negative feelings. They have feelings. to fight to, to convince you that they're actually not feeling good. Yes. Um, you, I'm trying to think if it was the Hope Killers chapter or the Hard World chapter, but you talked about somebody leading with negativity. Why don't you choose, because there's so much and this book is so dense and, and, and deals with everything, which is good. Why don't you choose one of the the difficulties that our young people are facing and then, and then the hope buster that we, we need to avoid and the hope builder in that situation? Well, we've touched a little bit on comparison, and I do think that that is really a huge hope buster, that we really need to be careful with that. And not even in, even if we have good intentions, we want to avoid comparing because that puts our kids in a position of finding someone who's doing it better and then feeling less. Or even the opposite, which isn't all that good either. No, because then you're feeling proud and better right. than everybody else. Yeah. Yes. We want to celebrate the uniqueness of each person, and yeah. that is how we are created. So that is one one hope buster to really be um, careful of. And yeah. I would say conditional love. I think a lot of our kids, even though we don't mean to communicate that we um, love them conditionally because we don't, they may perceive that if we are more loving during the easier times and if we withhold love during the hard times. When we withhold love, boy, that gives a real message that, hey, you know, you're not doing it right or, you know, shame-based information. They're not not lovable when they're they're, um, depressed or anxious. That's the message they receive. Um, Really briefly, and then I want to get to, like, the biggest question – when we're dealing with those things, and, and you say that comparison is a huge issue, and, and thus social media is a huge issue, and I talk about that in my book as well, did, did you find that as you were considering that, because social media does lead to depression, and it can lead to suicidal ideation, should we just shut it down in our kids' lives? Like, how do you manage that? Boy, that's another good question. I think, first of all, you have to know your kids and what they are willing to do. I don't know that it has to be shut down, but I do think that it needs to be within certain boundaries Uh and what they can manage. And my daughter has said when she gets off of social media, she fully feels better. Uh, she, yes. is, she has a whole different mindset. Yeah, and, and so remind your child of that. Okay, so we only have three minutes left because I have to get to my second guest. But I, I just want you, for that person listening today, and, and they can pick up your book if they want to know the hope acrostic because you've got a really cool thing that, that you spell hope out on. If, if somebody's struggling today and think, I do think my child's depressed, I do think they're overly anxious and fearful post-pandemic, what, what is the one big thing you would say as somebody who loves God and who brought your daughter through this that they must do? Oh, this is the hard thing. Ask the question, are you considering taking your life? Really? That doesn't put it in their head? No. Uh. And if it is already in your head that they might be, most likely it's already been in their head. But it could save a life by asking. Okay. So then you do that. And and then you move move on on it. And then you move on to counseling. and Okay. And even small ways like, my daughter's given me permission to ask her, how are you doing today? Okay. Just to make sure that today she's good. So you ask them if you think it's getting close and dangerous, are you considering taking your own life? But also day to day, you say, yes. how are you doing today? And you let them answer honestly. I think that adding the word today gives them permission 
to answer honestly. And when you ask them if they have considered taking their life, that takes the burden of responsibility off of them for them to tell you. Uh. And it's a huge relief. Oh, oh, and okay, that's big. Because I think parents are afraid to ask. That is so big. That's so good. Um, All right. So she is Lori Wildenberg. She's the author of Messy Hope. Help your child overcome anxiety, depression, or suicidal ideation. I know there are some people listening today who are going to want to pick this up. So how do they find you? Because we didn't – I purposely – because your daughter isn't here, I didn't use her name. But but they might want to find out more from you. And so how do they find you and how do they find the book? Yes, they can find me at lauriwildenberg.com, L-O-R-I-W-I-L-D-E-N-B-E-R-G.com. I also have a free um, – Peace on resiliency, if someone would be interested in finding that out, and it's lauriewildenberg.com slash resiliency where you can get that particular piece of information oh, for free. I might go look that up. And where do you find the book? In, in, there? At Lori Wildenberg? Uh, yes. Amazon, um, any of your online favorite stores could be in your bookstore. You might have to ask for it since it's still fairly new. Okay. Speaking of hope, we're having one of your friends on next week, uh, Dr. Michelle Bankson, to talk about finding hope yes. even on the tough days. So that's awesome. Oh, Laura, you're a blessing. You're my friend. I'll see you soon. Thanks so thank you so, so much, much for being on Channel Mom. And Thanks my best so to your whole Jenny. family. Thank yes. you. And thank your daughter for sharing her story. I will. All thank right. you so much. God bless you. Okay, I am excited about this segment because I think that there are some moms and maybe dads listening today whose kids whether they're teenagers or young adults, could benefit. We are now about to speak with Marta Hansen, who uh, is one of those young adult workers at Idra Haji, uh, the Idra Haji Christian Camp, which is just a couple of miles from my house. They need workers this year. So Marta is here to tell us how wonderful it is and how she was able to witness the transition, the, 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 you know, the transformation, I didn't say transition, transformation in the kids. And so Marta Hansen, welcome to Channel Mom. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yes, you are welcome. All right. So tell us what you did and, and, and the impact that you had as somebody who, who was able to come on and work at Idra Haji. Yeah. So last summer I had the privilege of being head wrangler. So I got to take kids from the age of five to 17 on horse rides, about five rides a day. Um, and it was just a really cool experience. There's a one specific story we had high school boys come on our ride, and a lot of times the high school boys are a little more apathetic towards the horses, yeah. horses initially. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to get these kids on. And they're kind of nervous at first. Um, but towards the, the end of the ride, they started getting really excited and super comfortable with the horses. And we're like, Marta, how, how old is my horse? And just asking me all these cool questions about horses and then, you know, what jobs can I do with horses? And by the end of the ride, they were rearranging all their future plans around, you know, I think I'd like want to start a horse refuge. How cool would that be to be able to rescue these animals and provide them a good home? Um, and so it was cool to just be able to see these boys transition from um, almost like fear and hesitation to just pure joy and excitement. Um, yeah, and, and what, you you, know, you were able to have that impact as a worker. And what I love is I see God in that. Is that is they came yeah. with fear and reticence and hesitation, and by the end they saw that this could be their purpose. That they they could mm-hmm. do equine therapy, or, or they, as you said, they could rescue horses. And and you are able to do that as as a young adult worker at Idra Haji. I I, I really want to help 
moms and dads understand today. This is something that their teenagers and their young adults, their college students, you're a college student at CCU. You're a senior. Congratulations. And and you were able to, that, uh, what a great job. You get a, a stipend. You do get paid. It's not the mm-hmm. most money they'll ever make, but they get paid. They also get free meals, free board, and they're, they're impacting lives for the future. In addition to that, don't you get to do fun stuff? There's, they're on, on the campgrounds. I mean, there's zip lining and, and rock climbing and, and horseback riding. What a great summer for, for people that work there. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially during staff training, we have the opportunity to take part in all of the activities that we offer throughout the summer. So rock climbing, zip lining, rappelling. We have a 150 foot rappel that everyone will get to do before the summer starts. And then we also um, do a usually do a staff white water rafting trip as well before the summer. So it's a lot of cool opportunities that if I hadn't worked at Idrahaji, I would have never gone to, to do those things. And so I'm really grateful that I was able to take that step and do that. Okay. So at the end of the summer, when, when you had put in your time and you had helped these kiddos move from fear to faith and you'd seen the impact you had and you knew you didn't make necessarily quite as much money as as somebody else but you made money and you got free food what, what was your perspective did you think this was a gift from God I mean how did what how did you feel yeah it's absolutely a gift from God I came away um, with some really awesome friendships as well and then uh, with the lack of money it wasn't terrible going into the school year because I wasn't spending much um, yeah since I was living up there but it also just is an opportunity to just trust, like, okay, if I'm being called here by the Lord, like, He's going to provide for those needs. Amen, amen. And I and I have to let it go there because I got to wrap up the show. Marta Hansen, people can check out idrahaji.org to get a job there and be as happy as you. Thank you, Marta, for being on Channel Mom. Of course. Thanks for having me. You sure. Bless you, dear. All right. This is the time where I thank you, moms. I know other people may overlook it. You may feel overworked and underappreciated, but I'm here to thank you. You are impacting the world, changing the world by the way in which you raise your babies well. So thank you for that commitment. Remember to check us out at channelmom.org. We can help you. You can help us by praying for us or donating. And uh, God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in to Channel Mom. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.